Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 30 of Sinking with Service. Now, I'm your host, Andy Whiteside. I've got a great panel with me today uh, for various reasons, and we'll talk through that in a minute. Uh, Fred Reynolds is with us. Fred runs the Modern Apps Practice at Zintegra. He's also on the board of a little foreshadowing here, uh, Computers for Community, which uh, has a lot to do with Zintegra. We'll talk about that in a minute. Uh, Fred, how's it going? Great, Andy. How are you doing today? I'm doing good, man. Good, good, good to see you again. Good to see you. I'm here in the office with Andy today, so this is awesome. You got all that light on you when for the people who are watching the video later at some point. It looks like an angel. <laughs> I'm in a very good place. I'm very happy. Either that or you've gone on to the other side. <laughs> Maybe. <Yes. laughs> um, Eddie McDonald's with us. Eddie is our uh, subject matter expert on all things service now as it relates to helping to position the product for Zintegra and the portfolio of companies. A uh, little foreshadowing there. Eddie, how's it going? Uh, it's going great, Andy. You're, uh, you're coming to Charlotte tomorrow, right? I am. I'm leaving bright and early. Sun up. Uh, be there before lunch. Well, the good news is you're coming down the mountains once you get to the top and you don't have to press the gas again. So, Right, right, right. Yeah, I'm, I'm literally right on the foothills of one side. I'm just going up and down and I'll be there. All right. Uh, Mike Sabia is with us. Mike is our uh, architect uh, extraordinaire, our master architect. Mike, how's it going? Going well. Thanks, Andy. It's a great Mike, I'll use, I'll use you to set this conversation up as I share the blog. Share the blog from a lady named Vanessa Smith. Uh, Vanessa is the president of uh, ServiceNow.org. The blog is two million reasons to help the nonprofit sector solve world challenges. Mike, how long have you been with us now? I've been here a, a whopping two months. Have you had a chance to interact with one of our nonprofit customers? Not well. Yes, actually, uh, we were talking with one, and we brought in our our partners at. Uh, uh, at um what's our name the community uh what, what's the label on your shirt andy I'll explain it uh mike did you treat them any different really no yeah. i mean we're, we're understanding that they're they have some you know maybe some budgetary constraints but the the same challenges that we speak to any customer you know From what tech perspective did you treat them any different no not at same, all. Same challenges, same problems. So what, what we're talking around here, uh, this is our Zintegra podcast for uh, ServiceNow, but today's topic is about nonprofits. Uh, I am super passionate and excited about the fact that we've spun off a nonprofit that serves only nonprofits, so a nonprofit serving nonprofits. The name of it is Computers for Community, and you know my little dialogue with Mike, and I could do the same with Fred and the same with um, Eddie, and that is, it's the same. They have the same needs. They just need, they have the same challenges. We need to tackle the same things technically, maybe even more. We just need to understand it comes with a limited amount of budget. And that's what this uh, article is about. Uh, Fred, you probably know the most out of the panel about this. Uh, ServiceNow and ServiceNow.org. Tell us what that is and then tell us, um, well, let's start with that. So a really cool thing is I guess it was about the time of knowledge last year around May, ServiceNow introduced ServiceNow.org which is a nonprofit division of ServiceNow. So they just service nothing but nonprofits. They do it at a discounted rate for the licenses. There's still minimal spends, but they do provide nonprofit rates to the nonprofits, which is really good. Um, at the same Fred, time- let me, let, me change, let me tweak you real quick, sorry. Um, you, you said it's a nonprofit version of ServiceNow. It's not, right? It's just a business focused on nonprofit. Nobody would be crazy enough to start a nonprofit just to do this. True. Yeah. No, it's it's the same, it's same software. There's nothing different about it. It's just they just gave it some discounting for working with nonprofits. But they do have uh, a group of, of folks that are really dedicated to helping the nonprofits um, for their mission. Well, I, I stopped you there because 
Yeah, Zintegra's that dumb, right? We went and started yeah. a nonprofit just to serve nonprofits. That took money, that took time, that took effort, but it's going to allow us to work with nonprofits and service now to bring this all together and do it at a sustainable, a sustainable rate. Um, this this article is talking about this two million dollars in funding that ServiceNow is making available. You know, to be honest, we didn't need that because we we already we already invested our money into making sure that we could do this at a sustainable way that made sense for nonprofits. But it's good that vendors like ServiceNow are doing it because that's just additional investment in the community. Well, the great thing about it is, is Annie and I met Vanessa. I actually met Vanessa the very first day of knowledge last year on the elevator, and as she was kind of giving me kind of the overview of what ServiceNow.org was going to be. It was kind of funny because I came back to her and said, yeah, Computers for Community, we've been already doing this for six months now, uh, which is already working with nonprofits using our expertise to help them grow in this ServiceNow practice or even understand they can afford to buy ServiceNow. So it's a good it's a good partnership so far. So I'll, I'll summarize the whole concept of this concept, ours, theirs, and both under my, uh, my tagline, which is doing good while doing good business. And if you look at it that way, it's the right thing to do. And there's still good business in it for ServiceNow to, to service these nonprofits. Mm -hmm. And to be honest, all of us corporate uh, folks need to find ways to, to give back because there was a uh, Barack Obama made a statement one time that you didn't just do this on your own. We all did it together. And, and you know what? To some degree, I agree with that because, you know, without all the things that are going around us, we, we couldn't accomplish what we accomplished on the on the capital side of our business, so the for-profit side of our business. Yep. Eddie, I'll bring you in for this one, uh, changing the world for the better. Uh, and that's where we start talking about the grant, the $2 million in grant funding they're given. Um, why is that necessary? So, well, we already talked about a little bit. There are limited funds in some of these you know, nonprofit organizations. And the irony of this is that nonprofits, more than for-profit companies, can embrace the increased productivity, efficiency, visibility that comes along with a world-class business automation tool. So if you have limited funds, the technology is even more, uh, is more important because while some people might say technology is expensive, no, technology is cheap. People are expensive. So let's get your people far more productive, more efficient. We can spend some of our budget on service now, but we can we can capitalize on that and get that ROI that's bulletproof. The ROI of the platform is absolutely there. So we can we can choose better technology or more people. Nonprofits will benefit from the better technology. So um, Mike, how does that apply to you as a master architect and your not only your technical desire to help people solve problems, but also for you know helping to have an impact and well would impact be the next one, but making the world a better place. Say so two things, even before answering your question, when Zintegra and I were talking about me joining the organization, uh, Andy, you and and Fred mentioned the computers community. And I was excited to the fact that I would be joining a company that's not just looking to make money. We're looking to make the world a better place. That's first of all. Second of all, as you mentioned earlier, when I work with a customer who's a nonprofit, I don't necessarily deal with them a little differently. You know, maybe I'll talk about the fact that ServiceNow gives some uh, discounted licenses, but the same the same things apply. And, and I'm rewording what uh, Eddie just said, and that is the value. If we have an organization such as a nonprofit who is tight on funds, yes, ServiceNow costs some money, but the savings 
make up for it, more than make up for it. If you can reduce the number of staff that are taking phone calls, if you can, uh, you know, reduce the number of tickets, allow people to self-serve, uh, have a handle on your hardware and software, you can save money for that organization so that you can focus on what's important. Yep, helping them solve problems. I'm afraid I'm going to come to you on this next one, but I'm going to tee it up for you first. Uh, the next section call is called Partnering for Maximum Impact. Um, they mentioned several large consulting agencies. Yes, they did not mention us. I guess we didn't make the cut. But my point in bringing this up is that I'm not so sure the three and four letter, two letter acronyms and companies they're using here. Well, I'll call it out Accenture, or EY, KPMG, and New Rocket. Those are great companies, absolutely great companies. But I'm not so sure, even with the grant funding, they can help nonprofits of all sizes or most sizes at Computers for Community, we have a kind of a minimum threshold where we start to engage uh, with the enterprise technology side. We got you know other things we do, but on the enterprise technology side, aka ServiceNow in this conversation, uh, ours is 100 employees and up. Fred, how is that different than these other big guys that are that they're calling out uh, in the article? <clears throat> well, if I had to say a distinguishing factor between them and us, one, yes, they're large. They have a lot of resources, not to downplay what they're capable of. But truly what I've seen firsthand is they'll take a lot of their lower skills or people don't cost them as much money and put them towards the nonprofits or even companies that are not as large, right? Not as much impact. Um, and you really have to have a partner like us who's willing to really invest in them and take that journey and put the best resources so they can get that impact. You, ServiceNow is not a platform you're just going to turn up, turn it on and get that instant ROI. It's how it's built. You have to build to solve for their use cases and, and build for the business purpose. And we really spend the time to do that. And it's not just a transactional thing. I think that's what they'll see with some of these. If a partner is not willing to put in the time to make sure it's successful at the end, then they may have that reoccurring problem that we so, see. So with pain. Let me translate something you just said real quick, because I, I love what your team's doing and what I'm seeing happen. We have this concern that some of these um, larger organizations are just going to turn their um, turn their uh, low low cost um, employees loose on these nonprofits and tell them to go at it and, you know, you know, use up the funds and make it happen. What I love about what your team is doing, you've still got Eddie, uh, you've still got Mike, you've still got Kristen and the team going after these accounts. And they're, and they're not only doing the pre-sales, but they're also watching these things throughout to make sure the quality of work stays at the level that we do for our for-profits as well. It's really important to do that. So, so Andy, there's another piece. So, so Mike and I both came from a very, very large elite partner. And I can tell you that these smaller nonprofits, the agility that they work in day to day is, is core to who they are. And I have had more than, more than I can count conversations of trying to get a customer to fit into our box at this previous company here at Zintegra. We're very agile where our timelines are based upon your business needs. When do you want to get started? Your budget. We can massage almost everything we do to fit in with what the organization needs, not vice versa. So I think that's a big takeaway. Yep. Think of the oh, same thing, Eddie. I was just thinking the same thing, Eddie. My our last partner, they had, you know, their their bucket size to start was was much bigger than Centegra has. And there's some arguments for that. But the fact that we're a small organization, that we are flexible, that we can meet their needs, that we're not going to make them jump in the hoops in order to fit into our vehicles, that we can meet their needs. 
You know, um, Mike, when you really boil it down, and I, I hate that the world works this way, and I'm somewhat fighting it with what we're doing here, it all comes down to money, right? Follow the money. Um, large organizations with their investors, with their public stockholders, with their private investors, they have to see a return on their time, return on their money. When you're smaller, the way uh, when you're smaller and most importantly, privately owned, the way business used to be, you could carve off you could carve off a substantial amount of your time and money to give back because it really has a larger impact on the uh, the owners of the the business when it's not spread across a thousand stockholders or 15 partners um, or more. Uh, and it Andy, really that's a really something. that's a really good point because our service now leadership team is on this call. You know, some of these partners, they have nine levels of management that take a nickel off every deal. We don't have that. We spend our resources on our talent, not on our management. Yeah. And, and Eddie, I heard you said that to somebody the other day when you were talking about, you know, opening up overseas somewhere. And it's true. I mean, you, you it, it's a business, right? Capitalism is good. That's what makes you know, the United States what it is. And it makes uh, other countries what they are. At the same time, capitalism, when it's truly private, can go a, a long way towards helping others if that's where their heart and their head's at. Yep. I will call out in the article that Vanessa calls out these other folks for um, cause and cure, humanitarian and crisis relief, uh, poverty and hungry alleviation, hunger uh, alleviation, education and youth services. These are all just some some other categories that can be impacted uh, by what ServiceNow and their partners, including us and including these other guys, um, have already get involved with. Um, so Fred, I'll come back to this and then we'll go around the horn with uh, this one with you. Uh, increasing access to resources. Why does this apply to this blog? You know, I'll be honest, Andy, I should, but I don't think I have a chance to read over this part of it. So you may want to let me catch up real quick. I haven't even read it yet. So apologies. All right, All right Mike, save him. Save me, Mike. Uh, th this is just quotes um, from the various partners. Go ahead, Mike. If you want it, to. It, it, it is. It's quotes from the, the partners about how they're able to, you know, achieve purpose and 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 better the world. The fact that you want to contribute and and give that stronger alliance on a relationship with ServiceNow. That you know, if we help ServiceNow look good, ServiceNow helps us look good. And and no, maybe that's not the primary message of us wanting to work with nonprofits, but it doesn't hurt for us to be able to have relationships, and then beyond the short-term relationships, make both ServiceNow and ourselves um, more visible, not just to each other and to larger customers and, and so forth, but make this ourselves visible to nonprofits who can then reach out to us and say, hey, I do have a small or a large or a, a start small and maybe grow into a large opportunity. And if we have you know resources that can help with this, whether those are you know, onshore or offshore resources to build this up, great things can happen. Um, yeah, look, I, again, I'll go back to, you got to follow the money. ServiceNow has a heart. They're also doing this because it's good good, good business. Uh, it's good um, in, under the environmental ESG, environmental social governance um, banner. Uh, I'm, same thing for Zintegra. It's good for us. It's good to do the right things, to build up that goodwill capital that we all need. Uh, at the same time, it can also just be how we're wired. Uh, you mentioned uh, onshore I'll add to that nearshore and offshore. If you have all those options, which the big players do, and guess what? So do we. Uh, you have the really, the, really the ability to provide a, a very blended solution that does, again, what I call doing good while doing good business, and it creates a sustainable, sustainable model 
um, for um, these nonprofits to be able to rely on. So Andy, now that I've caught up, I have something to say then. So increasing access to resources. So I think what they're saying here is now it's being extended to the partner community. We were already doing that. With our free assessments that we provide to them, we're providing that to our nonprofits too. We're already working with a couple of nonprofits now, helping them with their CMDB, helping them with a foundational thing. They put service now in and they've struggled to make sure it worked like they needed it to. And through our micro assessments that we provide for free, we go in there, look at what they have, look at their licenses, break that down and make a plan with them. Back to Eddie's point, a very flexible plan that says, hey, this is where our budget is. This is where we need to be and this is where we're going. And then we work with our nonprofit rates to get a lot more from us, from our best people to make sure that happens for them. And Fred, true or false, we were doing all that before you met Vanessa on the elevator. True, which made that so funny because I was like, we are we are the partner that you were looking for in the first place. Exactly. Started it before you did. And then we just keep getting better, adding resources like Mike and Eddie. That's oh. all happened since then. Um, and I can tell you know, those guys love having those nonprofit conversations uh, because it gives them a chance to work for a company that does good with partners like ServiceNow that's also doing good. And I also think that Zintegra, you know, Computers for Community is is our nonprofit, but you know, Zintegra coming to provide those level of services for these customers, right? The nonprofits, we have a lot more that we do. It's not just ServiceNow. So we have multiple things that we support, have a lot of talent, a lot of technologies that we can support and integrate the ServiceNow. So we bring a lot to the table to help them go a lot further. I just recently had a nonprofit that was looking struggling for overall managed services of the whole environment. And I said, listen, we do that as well. Let me connect you. We met with them and now we're able to give them a lot better rate around managing their whole environment for them. So, yeah. Yeah. I think what you're saying there is not just the ServiceNow platform, but the rest of the enterprise IT ecosystem, uh, it goes way beyond just the ServiceNow platform in terms of what we can offer. But that's the ServiceNow platform, breaking out silos and working all the other business units. And there's a lot of other technology. So you either can maybe displace it or integrate it and get more out of it. So we're, we're able to help them with that story. Well, and, and whether it's a nonprofit or for-profit, my, my message applies. All roads lead to ServiceNow and all roads lead from ServiceNow. Yep. Sorry, Eddie, you were going to say something, I think? No, I was just reading that I just it just clicked that each of the companies that are commenting in this section, these are all the global elite partners. These are the biggest of the biggest partners. I've literally never gone to bat against any of these folks. They only do the very largest. So I'm thinking in front of thinking from a nonprofit, I can think of maybe three to five nonprofit organizations in the world that would benefit from this level of of complexity, um, the rest of them would fall comfortably under our umbrella. Yeah, right. and, and what we have to do is uh, work with the ServiceNow team to apply for these grants and get some of that funding to go in addition to what we were already investing in them simultaneously. Hey, Mike, uh, one last word from you. Anything else you want to cover as far as this one goes? I think we covered a lot of points. You know, we're, we're flexible, we're adaptable, that a lot of organizations, um, nonprofit can gain benefit of ServiceNow, regardless of the fact that there are these opportunities, but the fact that we have experience, the fact that we have passion, the fact that we don't have to, you know, nickel and dime all of our nine levels of management, that you know, the people of this organization want to do good, and we can focus on doing that without all of those extra distractions. If I were to say to you guys, the three of you in general, it, uh, it's it's not what you. It's not uh, what you own when you pass on. It's uh, it's who you impacted. Which one's more important? Yep, who you impacted. Yep, the latter. Uh, that's kind of how I measure life, right? How many how many people truly want to be there to uh, to uh, I don't know celebrate you versus 
you know, how many houses in Aspen did you take with you? Which is none. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, thanks for the time today. And I uh, look forward to chatting with you guys again in about a week. Also All right. Good. Thank thanks, you. Andy. Thank you.